This is Daf Memvav, page 46. So the Pasuk says in Bayechi, this is in the blessing of Yaakov that he gave to his son Yehuda. Before he passed away, he gave blessings to all his sons and he, he gave a long blessing to Yehuda. And uh, it says there, he binds his foal to a vine, and to a tendril, which is like a small branch, his young donkey. He launders his garment with wine, and with the blood of grapes, his uh, raiment. Now, basically, the Pasuk is saying that Yehud is going to have a lot of wine in his portion, a lot of uh, vines and grapes, and that's the blessing, simply. And he'll have so much, so much that he'll be able to wash his clothes in wine, and uh, and he'll have to use a lot of animals to carry all his vines. Now, what does it mean spiritually? So this pasuk is talking about the times of Mashiach, like we see the pr- previous pasuk in the blessing of Yaakov to Yehuda says Yehuda that the leadership will not leave Yehuda until Shile comes until Mashiach comes. So it's talking about the times of Mashiach and then continues about wine. So we need to un- understand the uh, spiritual meaning of this blessing. Now, the concept is, next paragraph of Vionian, the concept is that the that Mashiach is still within this world. It says that the difference between Mashiach and this world is just Shibud Malchias, the subjugation of, of the nations, that they won't, the, the going won't be uh, bothering us and persecuting us when Mashiach comes. And uh, the ultimate reward uh, for our, our Veda is not in the times of Mashiach, but afterwards there's a, a after Tchiyas Mason, that's when the reward will be. But Mashiach is still a time to serve Hashem, just that we'll be able to serve Hashem without any disturbance and at a higher level, at peak uh, capacity. And uh, the therefore the ultimate of Hayom Lassayim of today we can accomplish is in the times of Mashiach, just like at the beginning of creation where we had uh, Adam and Chava in Gan Eden and in Gan Eden, in the Garden of Eden, they were able to serve Hashem properly, to, to serve us to work and to uh, guard. The, to work is the mitzvah, I say, the positive precepts, and L'shamra, to guard, is the, is means to keep the negative pre- precepts, the L'shamra. But then Adam was banished from Gan Eden, and then afterwards, when our forefathers came into Eretz Yisrael, that was was also in order to be able to fulfill the mitzvahs better, because almost eighty percent of the mitzvahs are only able to be kept in Eretz Yisrael. But then they were sent into Galos into exile, and uh, they never had an opportunity to do all the mitzvahs until Mashiach comes. That then they will be will be able to keep the mitzvahs in completion. Now we say in Musaf, that there we will do the the carbonus of your uh, the, of, of uh, our duty to Hashem. the mitzvahs as you desire them, meaning that only with Mashiach will we be able to to bring the carbonus as Hashem wants. 
And uh, until then, we're missing out on a on an important component of our Veda, of the mitzvahs, of the commandments as Hashem desires them. Yes, we have davening in the meantime, but davening is not as uh, impactful as Karbanas would be. Next paragraph, Lahavinzeh. Now, why is this the case? Lachera, seemingly, davening is on a much higher level than Karbanas. With davening, we're lifting our soul to Hashem, whereas with uh, Karbanas, we're lifting the animals up to Hashem, the soul of the animals to Hashem. In davening, we uh, inspire ourselves through all the prayers, Baruch Sha'amar, the Halalukas, then we we reach Vahafta, this uh, peak of love of Hashem. So why should Karbanas be at a higher level? And, and to the extent that we say that only when Mashiach comes and we bring the Karbanas, then we'll be doing the mitzvahs as Hashem wants. So there's a pasuk that says, Gefen mimitzrayim tasia, that we bring uh, uh, Gefen, the vine, will, uh, 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 from Egypt. The vine is the Jewish peoples, the Knesset Israel, the Jewish collective, and uh, on the vine, there are grapes growing. But how do we make the grapes into wine? It is through pressing them in a wine press. Now, the best uh, grapes are the ones that are low on the vine, like the Mishnah says in Menachas, that they wouldn't bring uh, from the uh, higher the higher up. Uh, instead, they would bring specifically uh, from the, the grapes that are uh, by the feet that are at the bottom of the vine. And that's where you get the best uh, wine. Now, there are different types of uh, wine. There's uh, what's called Yain Amasameach, wine which makes uh, one happy, and Yain Amashaka, wine which makes one inebriated. Then also in terms of colors, there's different colors. There's red wine and white wine. So similarly, spiritually, uh, wine represents a love of Hashem, the Ava Musateres, the hidden love that we all have within ourselves. And in order to bring it out, that it shouldn't be hidden within us, we are each one of us is a grape, and in, so that the wine shouldn't be hidden within us, uh, we need uh, to have uh, uh, to go through the dri- process of dricha of uh, pressing the wine, of squashing uh, squashing the uh, grapes, and then the wine comes out. And also, we need to have. Uh, take our grapes from the bottom of the vine. So what do both of these things represent? So the bottom of the vine represents the humility, like we say at the end of Shemayin Esrev, that my uh, soul should be like dust before uh, everyone, in other words, just uh, being totally humble. And also the pressing is to have a broken heart. And when we're humble with a broken heart, so then the most beautiful wine comes out, which is the Avam Soteris, the hidden love of Hashem that we have within our Neshama. That was until now concealed, and then it comes out. Like it says, that when wine comes in, the secrets come out. Simply when a person is drunk, he spills uh, the the, the, uh, secrets. But uh, on a deeper level, it means that that, uh, wine... One represents the Avam Zeteris, the secret love that we have to Hashem. Normally it stays hidden, but but, uh, this is the idea of uh, bringing it out. Uh, now there are two uh, types of love of Hashem. There's a uh, love of Hashem, which comes simply in a joyous manner uh, with uh, just joy and pleasure and smooth. And that's like the tzaddikim that they feel close to Hashem and they're, they're excited about Hashem. 
that is the white wine. And that is the yain hamasameach, the wine which just makes one happy. Whereas the red wine, red represents some level of a gvura, and, and the wine which makes one drunk, yain hamashaker, so that is the uh, wine which uh, the, there's some bitterness, where there's something that you have to work through. In other words, that a person feels distant uh, from Hashem and feels low when he thinks through his behavior, his thoughts, speech, and behavior, and he realizes that his, his, uh, it's fallen in so many ways. And uh, therefore, he feels low. Now, we say that Yisrael that uh, the uh, Jewish people uh, who sanctify Hashem's name should rest. That on Shabbos, those the Jewish people who sanctify Hashem, who sanctify Hashem's name, and Esau sanctify Hashem, they have this rest and tranquility. So the question is, what does it mean that we sanctify Hashem's name? Hashem is holy for himself. How do we make Hashem holy? So the, the answer is based on understanding what we say in Shemayin Esrei, Ata Kodesh Hashem Chakodesh, says that Hashem is holy. We say to Hashem, you are holy and your name is holy. And holy ones praise you uh, each day uh, forever. Who are the holy ones that praise every day? And what are they praising? So when the Neshamas uh, un- understand, when they reflect on how Hashem recreates the world at every every day and every moment again, and how Hashem is totally beyond, uh, and like we say in uh, the end of the Bracha Yetzirah, we say, Adain Haniflois, that Hashem is Adain Haniflois, the master over wonders, who is Hamachadish Patovi who every day constantly recreates uh, all of creation. And Hashem is beyond all of that, is the master of beyond these uh, wonders, meaning that, uh, and like we say, that Hashem is Eisefele, right? In the Pasuk Micha Mecha, it ends off Eisefele Hashem does wonders, which means that wonders compared to Hashem is just like. Isis, like Asiya, is, is like the lowest level. In other words, that all that the constant recreation of worlds is uh, nothing compared to Hashem. Hashem is totally beyond. The wonder is the idea of creation, because uh, creation is the only real something from nothing. Uh, that uh, the, the nothing is uh, bef- like before his shalshalus, before the chain of uh, worlds. So then there's nothing, it's totally beyond and it's uh, undescribable. And then that comes into yesh, into, into uh, things with definition and limitation. And all of this is nothing compared to Hashem. It's just a siya, uh, even the highest level, chachma. Chachma Vatsilas, which is the highest revelation of Hashem within Hishashlus, within the uh, chain of evolution of worlds, even that is like a seer compared to Hashem. And uh, that's that's what why that's what the uh, Kadosh and what the Nishamas are thinking when they praise Hashem. Like we say in Atzer Kadosh, we say Kadosh Mchayim Yaluchasela. They they constantly praise Hashem. That they're constantly reaching a high a higher and higher understanding of Hashem, and therefore praising Hashem at a higher and higher level. 
but all that they understand is about Shimcha, about Hashem's name, meaning raised from Hashem. Uh, like, uh, like we say, that uh, uh, that uh, only in we say in the in the uh, third uh, uh, third paragraph starting halukah the fourth of the halukahs altogether near the end we say that Hashem's uh, glory is on earth and heaven meaning that it's only His glory not Hashem's essence His essence is beyond and like the pasuk says we say at the end of a Avalotian. That with Yurke, with the two letters of Hashem's name, Yurke Hashem is the rock of worlds. This is the the Yamas and the creator of worlds. So uh, Yurke is really Hashem's whole name as well, because that's why it says Kibaka Hashem, because really the Vavke is a repeat of the Yurke, just that the Vav is an extended Yud, is pulling the Yud down. Uh, and uh, so the Yud is what creates Elam Habab, the hidden worlds. Uh, and the Hay is what creates the revealed worlds. Uh, yud is uh, where it's con- where we, we don't quite get it, where it's concealed, like the idea of a Yud, it's small, it's symptom, whereas Hay is where it's revealed. Now, even Ganadin, where the Nishamas, uh, ref- uh, they uh, have pleasure from understanding of Hashem, is part of Alma Diskalya is part of the revealed worlds because Tzadikim are still able to understand Hashem there. Uh, but compared to this world, Elam Haba would, uh, would be called, uh, the uh, Ganadin would be uh, called like the worlds beyond. Uh, so, uh, so the uh, but uh, from a perspective of higher worlds, even uh, even uh, even um, even uh, Ganadin is still part of uh, this uh, revealed world. But in the ultimate hidden worlds, it's what is true, what is truly beyond understanding and and grasp. What is Ein Loiras or what no eye can behold? Uh, that's uh, Hashem Himself. And anything that we can praise is only from a ray of Hashem. But Hashem's uh, unlimited uh, self, that is beyond any praise. That's Kodesh completely. And, and Hashem's essence is beyond even the hidden worlds, which although they're they're beyond our understanding, but they're still a ray of Hashem, just that they're beyond understanding of uh, any creations. Uh, and then even the hidden worlds compared to Hashem are uh, like Asiya, like we say, Adon Aniflo is the master above wonders, that Hashem is a master and beyond uh, wonders, which wonders are what is what is uh, something that we don't understand, but Hashem is beyond that too. Uh, and uh, so the, like we said, that the Nishamas, they are praising Hashem. They're trying to, they, they, they're yearning to be included in their source in Hashem, but they don't, they can't quite get it. On the other hand, we're lucky that we can sanctify Hashem. The Yidin Ah, those who sanctify Hashem's name, uh, that is through mitzvahs, that no Neshama or Malach can understand Hashem. But when we do a mitzvah, that touches Hashem. And reaches beyond his shalshalus, and uh, that's why uh, it says that Yafeshachas in says That one moment of uh, tshuva and good deeds in this world is greater than than the entire elmaba, because elmaba 
is uh, only a ray of Hashem. It's a revelation which is limited according to what we can take in. Whereas a mitzvah, that touches not just a ray, a light from Hashem, but it touches Hashem himself. Uh, the Ein Sof, Baruch Hashem's unlimited self, it, uh, blessed be he itself. Now, next paragraph. Now, the mitzvahs, like we've explained previously, the mitzvahs are garments of the soul. And uh, that's because the mitzvahs bring down the Ur Makif, a uh, light from beyond, a light of Sovev. And uh, uh, it says that, uh, and, and therefore, we, uh, through doing mitzvahs, we surround our soul with Levushim. Now, even uh, a wicked Jew, it says, I feel Yisrael. Even the most wicked Jew, Malay, Mrs. Karimane, is full of mitzvahs like a pomegranate. And just as a pomegranate has lots of seeds, so the, every year has lots of mitzvahs. But even though they have a lot of mitzvahs, but it's still not effective, we say that doing a mitzvah brings Hashem's essence down. So why doesn't it happen? Every Jew does mitzvahs, but we don't see this. So the re- the reason is that just doing a mitzvah is not enough to reveal this uh, uh, Hashem, Hashem, Hashem's that Hashem's uh, actual uh, self be to be manifest uh, within us and among us. What we need is simcha shel mitzvah, to, the joy of doing mitzvahs. Like the pasuk says in the Teichacha, that why are the Jewish people punished? It says, Because you didn't serve Hashem with joy and gladness of heart. That means it's not enough to do a mitzvah, we have to do a mitzvah with excitement and with joy, like the Rizal explains. And uh, the uh, joy is from realizing how the mitzvah is the only opportunity to connect to Hashem himself, totally beyond. And therefore, we should be so excited and happy that Hashem gave us this opportunity. And this is the white wine, which is the pure joy and bliss uh, with, uh, with Hashem. But before we get to the white wine, we first have to have the red wine, which is the wine which inebriates, which is gavura, And then we can transform that uh, bitterness into sweetness because pleasure uh, is uh, on ple- the the pleasure of Hashem is only after first uh, when we uh, have a desire and a yearning for Hashem. Then there's pleasure when we reach it. But without desire, then there's not so much pleasure. So we first have to uh, have desire, and this is through thinking about how neshama was sent so far down, and how the nish- and thinking about how we've. Uh, on many occasions, not done the right thing in thought, speech, and action, and then return to Hashem. And like we say in Davening, God of the world, in your great mercy, have mercy on us. Uh, and uh, then after we uh, have this yearning to come back and be close to Hashem, then we can have this, this simcha that comes from the closeness and opportunity of mitzvahs, which allows us to bring down Hashem's unlimited light. And so like the Pasuk says, This is my comfort in my uh, affliction. Your word has uh, enlivened me, has given me uh, vitality. 
And what this means is that when we're far away, in my affliction, then Hashem's word, the mitzvahs that, that Hashem gave us, the instruction Hashem gave us, that gives us chayas. Like it says that Torah is our chayas, we say in the Davening of Mariv, that they are our life and the length of our days, that the Torah and mitzvahs is, is our life. And therefore, when we're, when we're in this state of joy and pleasure and bliss from the opportunity to do a mitzvah, so then don't mix in the uh, sadness about the state of the uh, body and one's uh, animal soul together with the joy of closeness to Hashem. But in order to uh, bring out this wine, which is this love for Hashem, we have to ha- first have uh, bittel. Like it says that we, uh, like we said, that you take the grapes from the raglios, from the of the uh, grapes at the bottom of the vine, and then we have to press the grapes in the wine press, which is about ha- having a broken heart. But then once we do that, then we can have ava to Hashem, love of Hashem. And there's two levels, like we said, the white wine and the red wine. And this corresponds to the two phrases in the Pasuk. It says, the Pasuk says that that there'll be so much wine and he'll be able to wash his garments in uh, in wine. Uh, and with the blood of grapes, susay. So what type of garment is susay? So susay is uh, something you wear as headgear, a hat, headgear, something you wear around your face and head. So what does this represent? So we've got the first half of the pasuk that uh, that we wash our garments. The garments are the mitzvahs, and now they're just purely clean and we're able to just uh, have pleasure from Hashem. And then the blood of grapes. The blood of grapes is blood represents severity, and that is where we're, we have love that comes from yearning and from being far away, and that's the red wine. Uh, which is uh, transforming the darkness of the uh, Nefesh of Bahamas into light. And this is called Dham, it's called blood, because uh, we need uh, we, we, we need to work hard and, it, and it, blood is our, our very life. We need to work hard to transform the Nefesh of Bahamas. It's strenuous and difficult effort, but it's still wine. Because uh, and it's still with joy. Because when we come back from afar, that's the most amazing uh, joy and 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 uh, the greatest uh, happiness. And uh, this is through uh, returning to Hashem. And then Hashem is Rachmanus on us. Hashem is mercy on us, uh, meaning that there's a spark of Hashem without us, and that uh, with within us, and that spark of Hashem had to descend so low into this uh, physical world. And therefore, we have uh, Hashem as Rachmanus, and we have Rachmanus. Oh, look at this spark of Hashem, how, how far it had to descend. And therefore, we want so much to come close, and we're so excited to come close. And therefore, when we're in this state of yearning from afar, then we reach Susoy. Susoy is like a masva. Masva means a mask. It's the same word, Samachvav. Uh, and so it's a, a garment that you wear over your head and your face. Because with the regular ava that comes from closeness, then it only is like a garment of the body. And that we, the body represents the midas, uh, that we develop a ava, love, and year of reverence of Hashem. 
but through the blood of grapes, meaning when we're transforming the Nefesh Bahamis, so that also transforms the higher uh, abilities of uh, that we have in the face, that we can vision and hearing, uh, to transform them also to Hashem, that uh, our vision is just to gazing with and being mesmerized with Hashem's glory. And this is the advantage of the Baal Shuvah over the Tzaddik. Like it says, that where the Baal Shuvah stands, even the greatest Tzaddik can't stand because the Tzaddik is close. Whereas the Baal Shuvah, because it's far and he has yearning, he reaches a higher level, not just the Lavush, Mitzvah's great garments, but not just the garment of the body, but the garment of the head and the face. Okay, next paragraph, Vihanezel. Now, this is our Veda uh, nowadays in order to elevate our soul and being a, a bit, to be able to uh, come closer and to bond with Hashem's light. But ultimately with Mashiach and through Karbonus, we, uh, we uh, elevate and we're included in Hashem in a much greater way. With uh, In the time of Godless, we're we're not able we're not able to elevate the animals to Hashem like what we do with Karbanas in the base of Migdash. But when Mashiach comes and then Hashem's glory will be revealed and manifest throughout the world, then we'll be on a much higher spiritual level. So then our action will will be our mitzvahs will be able to elevate even the animals and bring them up to Hashem, just like it was at the beginning of creation, where uh, with Adam, that uh, originally there was, it says there was no person. Hashem created the world; it was just kindness. But Adam, there was no person to work the earth. But then Hashem created man, and it says and He put him in the Garden of Eden, to work it and to protect it. But then, after the sin of the eating the fruit, so then Adam was banished from the garden. So then there was no, there was no, uh, we weren't at the state of Adam and we had to work on fixing ourselves up. So that we lost this higher state of Adam, of, uh, which is uh, the, the, the name the person is called when he's at a high spiritual level. And this state of Adam uh, will be reinstated when Mashiach comes. Like it says about Mashiach, that in the Yask, the Avdi, Yarm and Nasa, the Gavam Oi, that the Mashiach, which is Hashem's servant, will be successful, will be exalted and lifted and very high. So the word Oi varies, the same words as Adam. And uh, so therefore it represents the, that now we've again reached the level of Adam, of uh, being uh, Adam is the highest name you give to people. It's Adam, Ish, Gever, Enosh. And uh, Adam is a Rashi Tavis, is an acronym. Aleph is for Adam, first man. Then Dalad for David. And then Mem for Mashiach. Because with Mashiach, Adam will be rectified. And then we'll be able to do the mitzvahs properly, uh, including bring the karbanas. But in the times of Galus, we're not doing the mitzvahs properly. We're only trying to refine ourselves. That there, that there should, that we shouldn't be in a state like at the beginning of creation. There's no person to serve Hashem, and therefore we're working on ourselves. 
Uh, but the main the main uh, achievement and, and the higher level is when Mashiach comes, then we'll be able to do La'avdu L'shamra to work and protect in the garden because now we're just working on ourselves so we can't do La'avdu L'shamra properly. When Mashiach comes, Adam will be whole and therefore we'll be able to work on and be successful in La'avdu L'shamra in uh, refining and elevating the rest of the world. So now when we daven, that's working on ourselves. But when we bring carbonas, we elevate the whole world. Now, this is what the Pasuk means. The beginning of the Pasuk in the blessing of Yehuda, that ice, like if an iray, that the, will tie the uh, vine to the, the uh, fall. Uh, so this, what does this word ice mean? That when Mashiach comes, uh, all of uh, the uh, Jewish collective will elevate to a higher level, the level of uh, wine, and uh, therefore there'll be Oisri, is Oiser Yud, that uh, will be connected, will be tied to Yud, which is Chachma, the highest level within worlds. And uh, this, uh, that will be connected to the vine. Now, Chachma, we know, is the idea of bittles, letting the beyond, letting the subconscious express itself. And this is bringing together humility with Simcha. The vine is Simcha, the grape is Simcha, and therefore bring together humility and Simcha because actually true Simcha is only with humility. And then we'll have the level of Eroi, now, Eroi simply means a donkey, but Eroi also means a city. The idea is that originally we were created as a wild donkey, but then we can transform that to Eroi Kim, to the city of Hashem. Because when, when we are born and our, our midas, our emotions, just, uh, do, uh, they just uh, run free, they do what they want, they're not transformed. Uh, so then he has to work, he has to fight his nature and, uh, and, and because instead with the love of, with the love of Hashem be determined to, to do the right thing. But, and even if someone is at a state where he's a very refined person and his, his natural self is okay with the spiritual pursuits. So that's still not proper Veda because then he's still following his nature. Uh, but only when he goes beyond his nature, then he, uh, then he, and he has the dricha, he breaks himself and raglios take the grapes from the bottom of the vine, which is a uh, humility and self-nullification. So then he transforms his donkey, his natural self into Ira, into the city of Hashem. Then the pastor continues, Velasirei, Kabini Sireka is a very small branch or a tendril, and Bani Asene, the the young donkey, literally. So the Bani is the son of a donkey, so that's why it's translated as a young donkey. But now I'll explain it a bit differently. Sireka is a small branch uh that it only has a bit of wine coming out, and Sireka also come, is the same letters comes from the words Shuruk. Which uh, shuruk, not, although normally it's written, we say that the vav with a dot in the middle is called a shuruk. But shuruk, the uh, three dots on an angle, which we normally call kubots, could also be called a shuruk. They both make the same sound anyway. Oh, so the shuruk 
uh, is uh, connected to Sireika. And the get, whereas Geffen, the, the, uh, vine, the, uh, uh, vine itself, Geffen has the Nakudos of Segal, both under the Gimel and under the Fey, and also the, the, uh, the, uh, class of grapes also looks like a Segal, right? I suppose. So, uh, so that's the idea of, uh, Segal. Like the pos- the same passage given in Mitzrayim Tosia, it continues Kisaharim uh, Tzila that the mountains are covered in shade. Now the mountains are the others, the three, our three forefathers that relate. Avram is Chesed, Yitzchak is Gvur, and Yaakov is Teferis. Again, we have a segel, right, left, center, and that that's Geffen. Whereas uh, Sireiko, we said, is the the uh, Kubutz or the Shuruk. What's the difference? Both of them have three dots, but with the um, with the uh, segel, they're in order, right, left, and middle. They're organized, whereas the shuruk, it's just a free flowing down. It's going down, down, down. So with the, the segel represents when a person is close to Hashem and is serving Hashem in an organized way. Abba and Yiran, he has everything all uh, settled, all working well. But the, the shuruk represents when a person is far from Hashem and then he has this uh, yearning and this transformation with more passion. Uh, and uh, and uh, therefore, he doesn't have uh, his emotions properly. All he has is a dog, the state of uh, bitter self-nullification and smallness. He knows how far he is uh, and uh, he, he knows that he's undeserving of closeness to Hashem. And from that, Bini Asainai, that Asainai, the donkey becomes, Bini becomes my son. That the, the, the wild donkey becomes like the son of Hashem, and the uh, child is just is like one with the father, with the parents. The child comes out of the, comes from the parents. So therefore, this is even a, uh, this is an even higher level than uh, than the first part of the pasuk that says that will be the city of Hashem. Now will be the son of Hashem, the child of Hashem, and uh, this happens through our efforts during Galus. That uh, it says kibes in that uh, in in uh, that kibes meaning he already wash washes even in the time of Golos, it's in past tense. He already starts to wash uh, his garments, and what we achieve with Mashiach will be through our veda in the times of Golos to awaken that love and that simcha and that joy to trans of uh, transformation of darkness to light, and that will be achieved with Mashiach through our efforts now. So in short, wine is about Avas Hashem. There's love of Hashem. There's two types. There's wine, which is uh, just white wine and pure bliss and positive, and the red wine, which is where we're uh, we're trying to transform darkness, and that's realizing that we're so far away and therefore yearning to come close, and, and that creates more passion. Now, when we're uh, in Golos, we're not able to transform the world properly. We're working on refining ourselves a little bit, whereas with Mashiach, we'll be able to transform the world, and therefore that's when we have Karbanas and the ultimate of what Hashem wants, where we transform not only ourselves but the world. But everything that we accomplish with Mashiach will be through our Veda, through our best efforts during Golos, and uh and uh, then, uh, because of, because we're already starting to wash our garments to clear our mitzvahs in, in the times of Galos, therefore we'll be able to reach the ultimate revelation with Mashiach. I'm going to also uh, 
uh, include a, uh, a page with charts on this mimer will be sent via the Project Lekotei Sichas WhatsApp as well.